When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex Retweets. Hello and welcome to this another edition of Saturday Draft Live here Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson and we are now for- firmly into season 17 of our fantasy draft. Uh, joining me this week we have Mr. Transfer Window himself, it is Jack Graham. Jack, how are you? Hello, hello, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing well, thank you. It's uh, it, it's not been the, the, the start that the fans and myself would expect when it comes to the transfer window. Usually, you know, I'm always already up the top, I'm already played point seven away. But I would say, before I get into a bit later, it's, it's, um, it, it's very tight already, this this window, when we've been considering the amount of players that are in this, this uh, season. Oh, yeah. it's uh, We often say internally, never judge a, a week after Monday Night Raw, but there was one point at Raw where all the people at the bottom started to crawl their way back up, other than a couple of them. Uh, but by the I end mean, of the week, I, I, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it so early on, but yeah. And then um, later on in the week, kind of the, the, the gaps were appearing again. But yeah, it's been an interesting start. We've still got a couple of pay-per-views to go before the transfer window. But in terms of scoring this week, uh, I don't think I've ever actually had the chance to say this. We had six wrestlers or slash tag teams on seven points Many. which made which made up our top three slash top six uh, all finishing on seven this week we had Tony Storm Dominic Mysterio Carmelo Hayes Jade Cargo and all three members of Imperium the tag team uh, element of it Vinci and Bartel and Gunter mental week that Jack I. <laughs> Mental week. One person that will be lapping his hands up with that is, is David Hockney. He's got Gunther as his captain and Jade Cargo as his, was his second pick. So he's, it's, considering that Gunther has been uh, MIA for, for, for most of the season, he's, he's came in and he's, he started making a real a real pass already, uh, grabbing the points up for, for Dave Ing. He's, he obviously was the lowest uh, round one pick and its entirety, but then after after one one episode of Raw, he's already overtaken Mostly and Claudio, who's got nine points this season, and obviously uh, Dave's got the captaincy applied in Gunther season fourteen, so it's a, it's a, it's a, a great 
a, a great week for, for Dave overall. And then obviously uh, Jade Cargo as well is still the women's champion. He's been booked in for a match, double or nothing. Uh, potentially, how long does she have that title for? We don't know. Everyone's kind of waiting for her to drop it, but she never seems to drop it. So potentially more points of that coming away. So it's been a, a, a good week for Dave's top two picks, I'd say. Yeah, it was a, an interesting one. Gunther and Imperium were everywhere on Raw, literally everywhere. They were involved in the number one contenders battle royal stuff. They were backstage. They got involved with the bloodline side of things as well. How that's going to lead going forward, I don't know. But yeah, that was pretty much David had been laughing his way to the bank. And so would have Gary. Gary having Imperium as his tag team, yeah. uh, which was which would have helped him. We've obviously mentioned in the past, if your tag team does well, it tends to stage in good fashion as well. But a couple of surprising more ones in there, Carmelo Hayes and Tony Storm. Uh, not ones I would have thought would have been very highly, but particularly Tony Storm. Ah, the, the Tony the Tony Storm's a, a, a weird one. Not I think I can remember when when picks picked so highly. It was not not that the pick was was laughed at for for Tom, but uh, we were kind of a bit. I, I know we were got, I got to the third round, but Tony Storm was picked, and we we're a bit like, is there maybe anyone else you could have picked? But you know she's she's uh, now got ten points overall for the season for Tom. I think she's like. She's thirty second overall in the in the in the rankings for how how the points go. Uh, she's got a title match against Jamie Hayter at Double or Nothing. It's uh, it's actually to, uh, Tom's second highest pick. Tony Storm now on, on ten points on his captain Soul Sokoa on forty two is is leading the, the charge for him. So the rest of his team maybe not doing as well as he'd hoped, but maybe Tony Storm maybe giving a wee breath of life yet. Yeah, I think if you look at the kind of breakdowns by everybody's team. There's several people, myself included, who are heavily reliant on one player, you know, Aye. and so, um, but it'd be, it, there's, a, there's a couple of ones that likes Tom and the Goat who have a couple of nice steady ones going on consistently with uh, Tony Storm and the Goat has acclaimed uh, and Camelo Hayes for Ryan is a similar situation as well. So that's kind of how we're seeing this kind of table going, the bits and bobs on it. But it's, it's very interesting how the table is stacking up, and we'll go into that just now with our top 14 uh, this particular season. We did mention them on 41 points, propping up the bottom. It's I hope I don't blow like Shane McMahon's knee with Andy Mitchell. Uh, sorry, Andy, you may have jinxed yourself a wee bit with that particular name. However, he is only now six points behind Grant McRobbie. I say only six points. He lost uh, four points on him over the course of the week. Uh, the Great Ocan Appreciation Society on 47. Uh, he may have had the best week out of everybody in the league, but David Hockney is still near the bottom of the table, just creeping up with the West End Country Club at 58 points, although he's now only one point behind Ross McLeod with almost sexual chocolate. Not a great week for the McLeod brothers, uh, only scoring 13 points each. Uh, not too good for them. Uh, I had a good week myself, uh, but I'm still quite low down with Ross Wilson is underappreciated. Maybe my team name did jinx me for this season <laughs> on 62 points. Uh, Scott is now two points ahead of me with Dolphin Mantooth, as I say, on 64. We've got the Dutch government officials on 70 points with Tom Brock. And then I think from this point up is where the table looks quite tight at the moment. Uh, we've got Ross Brady on 74 points with the big Ross man. 
Uh, quite poetic, three of you, three people on seventy-five points. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, last season's uh, Ayrshire Fannies tag team uh, yourself, Jack, with the three team t- times kings of drafting. Uh, the lean, mean, tangerine machine, and Ryan Douglas, and joining you is Team Goat on seventy-five points. You can't shake that Douglas uh, nah. itch off your back. Everywhere I go, he's always there. It's my shadow, my shadow, and me. He's going to just show up out of that cupboard behind you, what, just randomly. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be fucking hilarious if that happened. Third place, uh, we have uh, Chris Lopez with uh, 79 points, Heartbreaker FC. And our tight top two currently at the moment, Matt Smith, 83 points with the Booty Rose. And just ahead of him, Gary Kernahan with Team Viscera on 85. Uh, Jack, during the week, uh, David Campbell... Uh, put out a message to the group but directed probably at us on next Saturday Draft Live saying that we should apologise to Matt Smith for how yeah. we wrote him off very early on. I think it was everyone's kind of pick to be, get the wooden spoon was, was, was Matt Smith obviously. He did manage to get uh, Zane Owens as his team but when he was, when he was picking the likes of Bad Buddy and Trish Stratus bottom two purely for the part purely, purely to entertain the masses in the group everyone was a bit Oh, he's not. Nice. He's, he's kind of thrown this. He's here to have a good time, and that's about it. But when you look at it, even the ones that have 41 points, there's uh, six overall for the season. He's got Raquel Rodriguez, who of, and we'll discuss in a bit, is no longer the women's tag team champions, but she's got 17 points and 15th overall. MGF and nine points, who may get a defence soon at 33. Roman Reigns, four points. I, I, I mean, uh, I mean, that's still not great for Universal Champion, but 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 still, you know, it's, it's, uh, it wasn't picked last season. How many points will he get this season? We'll find out. Trish Stratus and two points, and Bad Bunny on ten, and it's getting them. It's got them to second overall at this point of the season, where it's we're, we're not in the infancy anymore. We are firmly in the, the the goings of how of how this season will shape up, and he's sitting second place. How long we can make that last, I don't know, but I think we certainly need to give Matt Smith an apology for for his, his for the wooden spin prediction. I think uh, a lot of the the factors have changed since we obviously did that analysis and when the teams were picked. We kind of thought the Trish Stratus Becky Lynch feud would have maybe been kind of the match might have been held off till the end of the season, so he might have struggled for points there. But Trish Stratus has been on TV, and the match there is going to be a match at Night of Champions. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns is now going to be on the Money in the Bank card. We didn't think he was going to be on the Money in the Bank card um, when they were picking teams, so he's got probably going to be on three pay-per-views. He might not win. He's probably not going to win the Night of Champions one, but we don't really know what's going on. He is appearing more regularly than he had been, you know, kind of the, the, obviously the first few weeks of the season. MJF should win that. It's, it's pretty much a shoe-in, I think, to win the, the Fatal 4-Way 4 Pillars match at Double or Nothing. And the only unfortunate thing, I think, is the Raquel uh, uh, having to vacate the title because she was doing well. But yeah, I don't think he's going to do as bad. And obviously, he can, he can get rid of Bad Buddy in the transfer window now. Bad Buddy's, yeah. done, the business. Bad Buddy's done what he had to do. I mean, he, he, he could have went bold and put the cap to see on Bad Buddy to start with and then just took it off him after backlash. <laughs> but that's a that's a clear uh, strategy of a listener's league player who's not been in the league very much, not really just going with the... Strong first round picks. Uh, speaking of the listeners' league, Jack, we talk about how our league's tight. The listeners' league's been a fascinating start. Aye, by fucking Christ, is it mad? From we've, from Mike Angus is uh, with the Mad Dogs in eighty nine points. He's tied with Elliot Cantor, cost a fortune eighty nine points. 
Dan Axel Jameson, uh, I've, I've won the league and he's been up in the main league before. The black bitch greater than the black belt at 91 points. Tyler Gary Morris at Rare Are the People. Then you've got Simon, remember me this, Mike Nunn, the sports entertainers, and Robert Shaw, the Monday Night Shaw, all in 93 points. Then you've got Alan Laurie with Lana Oke as a walker in 96 points. And Lachlan Hyatt, Kilmarnock Kiss on 98 points. It's, 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 it's fucking mental. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine folk all within nine points. You can argue it's 10 all within 13 if you include Martin Best, so let's make progress. I've I've not seen the the listeners league so so tight ever. Uh, one 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 person that's made has made a huge claim to get in with that uh, that um, that kind of bracket of the, the nine point gap is is none other than Elliot Cantor. He has managed to get himself twenty eight points this week. And if we quickly take a look at his team, if my computer decides to load up, as it's taking a bloody age to actually get to do this thing. Uh, I think that's us sorted, Jay. He's got Rhea Ripley, uh, 47 points. Becky Litch in three points. MGF in nine points. Imperium in eight points. Adam Cole in nine points. And Darby Allen in 13. Obviously, Rhea Ripley is captain helping him out. Imperium, seven points. That's a huge kind of bump into that. Uh, Adam Cole appearing on Dynamite. Darby Allen getting a win in Dynamite. MGF appearing in Dynamite. Becky Lynch appearing. This has been a very successful week for Elliot Cantor. Can he keep up that? That that continuous climb we'll need to wait and see uh, obviously Adam Cole's got his match announced against uh, Chris Jericho double or, or double or nothing I think it's a, a, a an unsanctioned match or, or something yeah. like that I'm not, I can't quite remember but yeah it's, the, the listeners league is, is certainly very very tight also our leader Lachlan Hyatt we went over his team last week he's got he got 21 points this week along with Gary Morris uh, one, one person that also did very well our second highest was Paddy it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, he, he's, he's unfortunately not, not as high up uh, compared to the others. He's an, he's an 80 points. But, I mean, that's that's still mid-table when it's, it's 18 points. So maybe he has to get 25 on my Mike Angus. So, yes, it's, it's, it's been a very fruitful week for the for the Listeners League, uh, Stephen. Obviously, you'll be able to, you will be able to hear more of the Listeners League on ESSR Central where they kind of go go into this table as well to see how it all works and they'll take kind of wee standouts and see how it's going. But, but, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's certainly been quite a, quite an interesting time in the Listeners League so far. I think uh, we've rightfully written it off uh, at a peril before with... Uh, AEW picks a lot of our guys say it kind of stings us at points and times with some wins. A point example for me, Derby Island last year absolutely stung me to hell. Purely because Tony Khan loves a bit of hot potato wing. But there's a lot of AEW picks this season. Probably something we'll, we'll touch upon over the coming weeks. Obviously, with double or nothing coming up that um, are doing some decent numbers in the background. We talked about like Adam Cole there, Derby Island, the acclaimed Orange Cassidy. You know, they're. they're there is some consistent picks in there right now. The issue currently is finding them. Uh, the, obviously, the victim of that is Scott McLeod with Will Hobbs this year. But 
an unfortunate one. An unfortunate one for for for, for Scott. Uh, that's what he gets for del- delving into QTV. That absolute <laughs> shambles of a segment. But <laughs> moving away from that, obviously, maybe something that uh, Ryan and Dave will talk about next week ahead of the big weekend of pay-per-views we're going to have then. But one fact that we briefly touched upon, Jack Eller, on the show, we, we mentioned when we were talking about Matt Smith's team was Raquel Gonzalez, Raquel Rodriguez, Raquel Gonzalez. I got her old name now. And um, the vacation of the Women's Tag Team Championships, which also affects you, having Liv Morgan yeah. as your top female pick. An absolute kick in the balls, that one. But something, it's added into something that's always been a factor in this draft since we started it. There's always been an absolute difficulty. And it's when you come to the female picks of it. Because you tend to find that most, a lot of us will sometimes have a really good first female pick, usually ones we try to get picked in round one, maybe later on, in, early on in round two. But we're again seeing that when it comes to the, our second female picks, it's not quite happening for us. In particular, you, you sometimes see one that's really strong, but at the moment we're not currently getting that luck across the board across any of the teams right now. Yes. Yeah, um... It's a weird one, obviously. If you if we take a look at the the, the highest performing uh, women's picks, it's, it's no surprise that it's Rhea Ripley, uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw, and Bianca Belair on nineteen points. But the Raw Women's Champion on on SmackDown, obviously, they are, they are featured so much in in WWE programming right now. But in in that comparison, you're talking about obviously Scott that has Rhea Ripley. His next women's pick was his last round pick. Is Candice LeRae on on two points, which is uh, quite the quite the quite the comparative dis, uh, difference. And then and same same again with uh, it's Ryan has Bianca Belair, obviously thirty seven points. Uh, also, these are Bianca and Rhea are the are the respective captains for Scott and Ryan. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ryan's second pick for his, his female pick was is like there was his last pick as well, Chelsea Green, in four points. So that's that that's quite the quite the difference as well. Was is is there a case of obviously the gen- the, the the gender split has to be in place, but is is folks' strategy wrong of just trying to pad it out? Uh, potentially, I think that could be a case because we tend to do see a lot. I think the best person I've ever seen of not padding out the female picks is the goat David Gamble. Uh, he's always had a good history of top heavy in his female picks, and at times it has, you know, helped him quite well, but. I think a lot of people tend to go with the strategy. I'm, I'm quite a big culprit of it. I'm going with the strategy of going with a, trying to get a female pick round one, one, two. Often I try to go, if I'm low down, I always go round one. Uh, and um, then waiting till maybe round five for my female pick. But either way, it's not happening for me. I went with Eo Sky early on, and she's currently only on four. Could it have a bit of more fruition to it later on? Potentially. But then I've got Ronda Rousey on one at the bottom. Now, granted, that could all change next week. That could change in a week's time. That was kind of my, my thought strategy of it. But you've got the likes of, I, mean, I hate to kind of, you know, victimise my wee bit, but you've got Andy, who's top female pick Shayna Baszler on one point. Again, that could change. But then you've got Fina, his second round one, on absolutely not, with no current sign that she's going to get anything more than not in the current weeks. You know, so there's the likes of that, but there's a lot of people who who have only got, have got both their picks currently on single digits. You'd at least hope to have had one of your female picks at this point going on to double. 
Yeah, like, I think if we we're, we're, we're talking about like, the big comparative as well. If we look at Grant, Grant's got Dakota Kai and, and uh, Soraya, uh, both on eight points. Obviously, Dakota Kai is is uh, unfortunately injured, but uh, even even with that kind of low low numbers pick there, it's still kind of an even spread to see, which is which is what you kind of where you want when we've been talking about how the one woman's been like catapulted across another. Uh, Ross Brady has three uh, female picks this year. He's got Becky Lynch in three points, Ruby Soho in seven, and Rip Baker in four. And considering his position in the table, you'd be surpri- it's kind of surprising to see that, that, that half his team are on, on single picks of the, kind of, of this, the gender split uh, field. So the Bronze Strowman's got three points, Damien Priest in 11, and Nurses in 46. So he's certainly got a, a, a one-horse uh, t- team kind of dragging him along there. But then, like... Uh, so some some folk as well, uh, Chris uh, Chris Lopez, you know, called Chris Lopez, Chris Jericho, probably <laughs> on his team. Uh, got Gore Jade in seven points and Tiffany Stratton in seven points, so he's got a good balance there. But you want him to make a bit a more impact. Oh, not 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 that I'm tooting my own horn or anything, but I won't be on this anymore. But Liv Morgan was my second round pick, got eleven points. And Zelina Vega, they got ten, so they're both in double figures. But I've now got the crux of Liv Morgan's not going to get any more points for a while. And who knows how often Selena Vega is going to fix. It was a good short-term strategy for that. But the certainly, you know, maybe the next kind of person closest actually is Ross. Andy Hartwell, 11 points, and Maxine Dupree in seven. That will shape up quite nicely for him. Uh, I think so, yeah. Later throughout the season. Uh, but uh, we've got, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I think there's a lot of, as I said before, a lot of strategy has to play into getting your gender split right. In arguably this season, probably because they went a folk that are in it, a few have got it wrong. Do you also think potentially as well that the people we may be a victim of the fact that on both the both the big promotions, there's the representation currently of the female divisions is not great because if you actually look at it, the highest scoring. I've had a, a wee delve into why you were talking now. The highest scoring female pick that hadn't been picked, hadn't been drafted, was Zoe Stark on seven points. So oh. if you look at it that way, do you think it's yeah. maybe we are we are potentially maybe a victim of the inconsistency the, on the, the booking, yeah. The booking. I say every 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 chance as well. That that makes that that makes a lot more sense. But uh, you want Right, right. What we said at the start, you want all your picks to roughly be kind of getting a steady amount of points at the same time, kind of climbing together. And a lot of a lot of the players in this in this season don't have that with their uh, with their, their, their female picks in question, and it could potentially be that be their downfall. Someone someone that isn't that. Uh, which we could, I could be seeing much in the same vein as Ross as uh, David Campbell. He's got Bailey in nine points and Julia Hart in six, so that will slowly start to start to creep up. But I mean, your likes are Andy Mitchell. You know, might might be and maybe your friend after Monday night if Ronda and uh, Shayna win the belts, they'll get more than one point there. But Athena's going to be in zero for that whole time, so the transfer out. So it's always starts potentially a good one to get the transfer window if we need to keep a kind of a, a, a track of that as well because. The women's transfers. Looking at that, as you said, that could even if it's if they're, they're not represented as well on TV, you could still take someone and transfer out, and that could potentially shape a season for you. Yeah, there's there's very 
I think long term, as you mentioned, there's some very big implications of it. I mean, I think as, as you, Chris, Chris Lopez has got some potential, big potential coming forward. Uh, the only person I think can really stop him really on the, on the NXT front is Gary with Roxanne Perez. You know, and he's also got Jamie Hayter. So there is... A, Dave's got the potential chance for Asuka as well. How likely Asuka win that te- win that championship? You know, I don't know. Knows. She's against the female John Cena currently, so who, who, who knows what's going to go with that? Uh, there's likes of the GJ Joe and Dolan pick for Tom. You know, is that how long will that feud go on? Will she win yeah. the feud with JCJ? You know, that's an, another potential one. So I think, I mean, at current point, the, the, the strategies don't like to be working. But I feel like potentially if we were to revisit this one, maybe after winning the bank, it could be a that lot of change, differences. Yeah. I think it's going to change dramatically on that one because there is a lot of potential, a lot of points getters in there. But when you, get, I think at the, there's a there's a point you got to say like, what else can you do? Especially as you mentioned, when there's 14 people drafting, there's only Aye, so much it's available. It's tough, which is why I think the the likes of Ross taking uh, Maxine Dupree is class because even if she's not wrestling, she's involved in a big program right now at Alpha Academy and obviously Ryan would have been hoping Maximum Male Models would have been involved in that but he's uh, only got one point for them whereas Maxine Dupree's got, got seven and then uh, David Campbell kind of get the best of both of Julia Hart who's a, a, a manager and a wrestler in that in that vein so he's getting the points points there too so that's gonna, that's playing a big part in, in, in that but yes it's, it's, it's very very tough. I'm just raging that, that Liv Morgan's got injured now. Is I have all my women's picks are doing well for my team, which, which is unfortunate. Liv was uh, she was a nice, it was a nice steady pick. I couldn't remember at one point who'd picked Liv, and I kept seeing the defending titles. It's the same way when I keep seeing the rampage graphic, and I claim always <laughs> on the I claim they're on the rampage graphic every week, and you're like, Aye. come on, and they're against teams. It's not like they're against any, but it's any good. You know, let's be brutally honest. The Vars City athletes. Hell. I mean, <laughs> when, when a house of black can actually show up they just beat the bloody crap out no offence <laughs> no offence to the acclaimed but I'm sick fed up I wake up on a Saturday morning with David Gloton about his acclaimed points but yeah that's uh, I'm interested to see how all those all, everything goes as I mentioned it is a long long season we've still got up till SummerSlam to go two and a half months at least of the season to go and it could take twists and turns at any particular point, especially next week, you know, when we've got a, a free pay-per-view Aye. weekend, which will be interesting. And I'm sure Dave and Ryan next week will go through that in impeccable impeccable detail. <laughs> we'll wait and see. We, we will wait and see. <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll wait and see. I don't know. But yeah, that's coming up next week on Saturday Draft Live. That's pretty much wraps up everything we want to talk about on this particular show this week. Uh, I'd like to thank Jack, as always, for joining me. On this right. lovely Saturday morning. Sure, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if you want to catch everything that we do here on Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, be it the show every week or ESSR Central or our various feature shows, hit the subscribe button on the podcast platform that you are on. And please also follow us on all forms of social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Suplex Retweet. And you, that's how you can get in touch with us if you want to join up with the Listeners League for seasons going forward. Have a lovely weekend, everybody, and we will see you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.